With Q4 wrapped up and Q1 kicking off, it's time to hone in and think about not just our big goals for the year, but what it will take to reach those goals. The excitement of a new year can leave us almost with a squirrel-like brain. We're still in a bit of a fog from the holidays. We have ideas coming and flowing to us, and we think we need to jump on everything now. It doesn't help that we're all seeing things on social media that are telling us not to wait, jump in head first, and that we should be by, you know, a certain point by a certain, you know, mile marker in the year, Q1, to be successful. But in this two-part podcast series, I want to take you on a journey of creating your roadmap for your goals this year and how this will set us on the right path to creating that rock-solid foundation for the rest of your business year. And like I mentioned, having this roadmap is really going to help curb that squirrel-like brain that you may be feeling where nuts are falling all around you, whether that's on social media or in your work email inbox or talking to your colleagues in the industry, and you want to munch on all of them. But that's not sustainable. It's hard to know which ones are going to work best, which ideas are actually going to be implemented in your business and have a good ROI on them. Because as business owners, we are here to create a lasting, sustainable growth. And that's what I want for you. And in order to do that, you need to have a plan and lay the proper groundwork for everything to be properly built on top of. So let's get to it. I cannot wait to dive into this topic with you. You're listening to The Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. As a reminder, before we get into this episode, I am legally obligated to give my disclaimer. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. All legal information I talk about in this episode is intended for the masses and a large variety of different businesses. Please seek out another attorney in your city and home state if you need specific legal advice related to your unique business. Okay, let's get back to it. Okay, business owners, let's buckle up for our 2023 business road trip and lay the roadmap of our goals for the coming year. I want to kick off with how and why we, as primarily solopreneurs and small business owners, need to set our yearly roadmap. During the first few weeks of January, it's imperative for you as a small business owner to set concrete goals for the upcoming year. Without gaining the clarity on what it is you want to achieve in 2023, and then without connecting the dots, you're going to find yourself in the first sticky situation of the year, driving without a map. If we go to the metaphor of our road trip, which I'm going to talk about many, many times throughout this episode, this is going to have you driving in circles all year, stuck in the everyday motion of thinking and not really doing and not having a strategy to implement. And it's going to have you sometimes fork off that circular path of your aligned dreams. But having a clear path is essential on every road trip to get from point A to point B as efficiently as possible. 
which means as we are setting business goals, I encourage you to set milestone metrics with your new goals. These milestones will help you and your team identify the progress you're making and reassure you that you are indeed on that right path that is most efficient. Think of it like hitting certain mile markers on a big road trip. How much do you hope to potentially be making monetary-wise by certain points in the year? If you're running certain launches and sales, say every quarter or you know, every twice a year or maybe just once a year. But then what is your income just gradually throughout the remainder of the year? Can you hit those mile markers? And if you aren't quite hitting those mile markers, are you getting close? What about launches? When are you launching? What time do you need to be at X destination by? How much revenue are you hoping to gain from this? How many students are you hoping to bring in and enroll and help and teach? How long do you need to pre-launch in advance of that launch and get the word out about your course or your new offerings so your ideal clients are warmed up to buy it and meet that goal? Now, for some of you who are just service-based providers, maybe you're implementing a new pricing structure or maybe you're adding in a new like upsell to your services. Again, you can't just, I don't suggest doing this. You can, but I don't suggest it. Just putting it out there into the world. I like a good warm-up phase. You still have to think about that as like a mini launch. So when are you going to do that? Put it on your calendar. Then make a plan for the pre-launch. Set that mile marker for yourself. And how much time then are you needing to spend on the back end to get everything all squared away? Again, let's go back to like courses or big online offerings or you're going to have a digital product shop or anything along those lines. You're going to need sales pages. You're going to need checkout pages. You're going to need contracts in all of those checkout pages. Now, if you aren't sure what metrics to set and you're listening to me, I I just want you to look at how well you did last year in 2022 and what you want to grow by and then what is kind of, I would set small, medium, and like large goals for monetary gains in 2023. Of course, we want to say like we're going to 1.5x or 2x our revenue from last year, but what would make you feel really good? Is it just an extra $25,000? Is it just an extra five? Does that feel like you're growing at a good pace? That could be your small goal. And then maybe your big goal, if you do have big offerings or launches that you're planning in 2023, maybe you bump that up fifty dollars to $100,000 as a business owner. Again, that's just, that's gross revenue here that we're talking about. There's all kinds of expenses on the back end. We're not going to go into that today. But those are going to help give you that clear direction on where you need to go where those mile markers are at. So it's going to start that roadmap for you. And then it's going to help prioritize what needs to be done next. Kind of like setting your GPS for your road trip and knowing which turns to take, which highways to avoid, right? Maybe we're even using ways a little bit and trying to make everything more efficient. Now, the next crucial thing I want you to do as you create your 2023 roadmap is to communicate why you are setting these big goals with yourself and with your team. I want you to communicate and get everyone on your team on the same page. As business owners listening in who oftentimes work with 
subcontractors a lot. Some of you have employees, but many of you just have contractors. I think in that specific scenario, we sometimes and oftentimes forget this step. We set all these goals in our head or in a private note on our smartphone or in a you know separate Google document, and then we never communicate further about these goals with the people who are actually supporting us and our team and what is actually going to drive our mission and values to that vision that you have for 2023. Forgetting this crucial step and not getting your support team on the same page is going to also land you in multiple sticky situations throughout the year. And I don't want that for you. If you're someone who oftentimes struggles with delegating or thinks that it's just easier for you to do it all yourself, this could be why. This could also be why it feels like some years you haven't evolved like you thought you would or why you feel frustrated at some points with your team because you aren't sharing the big goals, big ideas, and or the mental load of the business with anybody else. You're putting it all on your shoulders. And in turn, you aren't letting your team or support see the opportunity that you see or also have those big goals in mind for the future. They need to have that too. Many, many people, especially workers, are goal-oriented, just like you are. And so if you share with them what revenue milestones you want to hit in Q1 and Q2, and then maybe even incentivize them with bonuses or potential fun things like a, a business trip somewhere, if you go above and beyond those money goals, workers are way more likely to stay committed throughout the year and throughout different seasons of your business this year, and also will help keep you on track especially as a CEO, and I know I've used the word visionary quite a bit. I'm actually in a mastermind right now where we talk about having visionaries and rainmakers. Shout out to Veronica Romney. Love you. Thank you for this mastermind. But as a visionary, I've learned a lot about myself in this mastermind where if I don't lean and communicate with my team about what goals I'm setting and what visions I have for the business, I get off track. I am a visionary. I am a creative. I would just want to do all the things. I want to tackle this and that. And next week, I'm going to like add five more things to my plate. And my team can help rein me in a little bit. And we've really focused on that, I would say, over the past six months. And it's been life-changing for our business. Just that communication tool. Again, visionaries, we can get off track. That's what I was trying to say there. (laughs) In alignment with then talking here about road mapping with your team. Okay, we talked about communication, but let's roadmap. You want to make sure everyone is aligned on the brand values, the business goals, and the objectives that have been set by you, or you do it together collectively as a team. We here at The Legal Page like to call this the mission, vision, and values, the MVV of your company. (laughs) It's kind of like DMV. Woohoo! We're going with the road trap metaphor. Okay, so... What is your business's core mission? That's the M. What is your vision, small and large, for the entire year? And then each quarter as well, because sometimes that vision can change each quarter. What are you trying to you know, express out there? What are you trying to represent as a brand? And then what are the values, core, core values of your company? And here's the ticker. If a project or task or collaboration or partnership or new offer doesn't align with your MVV, all three of them, then don't do it. We did this 
at the very, very beginning of this year, like first week, I think second day of January, (laughs) and my team is fully helping me stick to this throughout the remainder of 2023. And so the more that everyone on your team supporting you can take these goals, understand them, internalize them, then the more they are going to feel like a part of the journey to the destination and less likely just doing the task to check it off. And you don't want that because you want your team to be all in right there alongside you holding your hand. Can you imagine like going on a road trip where you're the only one who knows where you're going? Can you imagine how unprepared and annoyed everyone else in the car would be? They're they're going to say like, are we there yet? I didn't know it was going to be so hot. You didn't have air conditioning. How long is this trip? Why are we even going somewhere? Where are we going to head for lunch today? Is there a bathroom stop close by? (laughs) Do you have water in the back seat? Those types of things are all things that can be easily identified and figured out with communicating with your team in advance and planning that road trip at the beginning of the year. Plus, if you're the only one who knows where you're going and how you're going to get there, that leaves you as the sole driver. And let's be honest, long-ass road trips require multiple drivers. People need a break to sleep, to scroll on their phone, to read a book. They need a break from driving. It gets monotonous. And what I'm saying here is that you're, if you are looking to truly have support in your business and a really, really well-crafted, thoughtful, all-in team, you don't want to be the only one who can take the driver's seat. People thrive as workers when they are given the wheel. Give them the opportunity to take the wheel. So stop controlling everything and give people that power every once in a while. Yes, even contractors need power in certain legs of the trip. I promise you, your business will flourish and come out so much better by the end of the year, which is hopefully the end of this beautiful road trip. Just your yearly road trip though, not the whole the whole business journey. That's a that is a massive destination that continues to change every year. You're going on multiple road trips. Alrighty, so, so far we've discussed the why and the how of yearly business road mapping, and then also why the communication part about this roadmap with every critical player on your team is so, so, so important. Now I get it. It's the beginning of the year after at least two weeks off in December. We had a very strange like Sunday through Sunday kind of holiday, and it's tough to get back into the swing of things. I know for me, who likes to take quite a bit of a break in December and does, and so does my team, that going back to eight hours a day, every single day, at least four days a week, just isn't practical. We got to ease back in. So as you get your mindset on the road mapping path after listening to this episode, and you also start thinking again, like the visionary and CEO of the company that you are, Here are a few tips now to help you ease back into working life over the next few weeks in January. The first thing I tell people is to start with a solid four hours of work per day and then slowly build up. Again, business after the holidays can feel like going from zero to 100 overnight. But if you start small, even three, but I suggest four so you really are getting enough time during the day, start with four-hour workdays and then slowly work back up to your ideal number of work hours. Sometimes people only like to work six to seven hours a day. 
three days a week. That's great, but just you don't need to rush into that. Slow and steady here wins the race and will help you by week three or four of the year feel like you're back in your normal routine. Sometimes it's just jarring. For me, it's jarring to get back into things full in, all all in, jumping like massively into the deep end that I didn't realize how deep it was. So I like to wade in slowly from the zero depth entry. (laughs) Number two tip as you are easing back into your work year is to clear up your inbox from the holidays. I did this the very first day of the year. I literally sat down for four hours on that workday and just was like, how can I give some more breath and space in my inbox and like all of these apps that I'm opening up from, you know, the past month almost of me being like kind of like arm's length away from the business. There's nothing, nothing quite like the piece of a pared down (laughs) email inbox. So spend some time just weeding through your emails after the holiday madness responding back to people that are critical to respond back to, to organizing them into subfolders so that you can open up your laptop each day without that panic attack. Okay, so one, four hours of work per day. Two, clear up your inbox. Three, I want you to do something that you may not really think about right away. I want you to set up two coffee dates or Zoom calls with business colleagues that you love and ones that you haven't talked to in maybe the past few months. Sometimes that solid conversation with a business colleague can give you the mindset and momentum that you need to start off the year strong. So go out there, connect, build relationships, and brainstorm with your business besties. I have already connected with someone else in my mastermind that I've never met before. We're jumping on a Zoom call. And then I've reached out to someone on Instagram that follows me as a friend of mine virtually, But she was building a team and I love team building. If you can't tell, I talk about it all the time on this podcast. And I was like, hey, do you just want to do like a coffee Zoom date? And we can just vent together about the struggles of business ownership and hiring team members. And she was moving from a contractor model to an employee model. And just that little touch point, I feel like is really going to help us move forward because she was in awe that I even asked and was like, heck yes, I'm all in. And so not only is am I going to have a cool conversation with a business colleague that I've always wanted to connect with, I might even be making a new business friend, which feels awesome. Okay, number four, easing into the work year is listen to a business podcast. Guess what? You're already doing so right now. I am super proud of you. Pat your back. But as any other solid business podcast as well, or five, right? Once a week, I always say is a good starting metric, can get your wheels turning and open your eyes to the new possibilities and will give you the push you need to go after your goals. Especially, especially, I have found that when I'm listening to people that have had podcasts for a really long time, they're the leaders in the industry, I always try to listen to one of those a week or at least one every other week. I, it helps me realize that this is the tactic for the new year. Like they've tested it and now they're putting an entire episode together on it. I need to take note because if that's what they're doing, that's what they have learned succeeds. And business podcasts are there to like also just help you roadmap, let me tell you. Okay, so number four, listen to a podcast. Number five, Increase your visibility and get back online. 
If you haven't shown your face for a while on social media in the past few weeks, now is the time to like crawl out of your cave and your holidayness and get back into the habit of posting again. I just tell people, start small, but get back out there. At least a couple stories a day, at least a couple posts a week. You don't want to miss the social media train at the beginning of the year. You want to be in that algorithm. So even though it may be hard, this is probably the most important thing you can do. Put your vision of your brand out there to the world. How many times a week are you doing messaging points to your ideal clients through social media? It's free marketing, people. Just get out there and do it. I know it's not fun. I don't enjoy it every single day either, but it's a necessary evil and we need to do it. Okay, so... Those are my tips on how to ease back into working life this new year, as we are also creating a roadmap for our business goals. So I want to recap, because I get it, podcasts can be filled with so much information. It can be hard to take everything in, digest it, and then, okay, Paige, how do I actually implement all of this in my business? I mean, hello, we just talked about the squirrel-like brain most business owners feel at the start of the new year at the beginning of this episode. I totally get it. So here are the directions to your road trip for 2023. First, you're going to set a roadmap for the year. What goals do you want to hit? What new things are you implementing? And put them on the calendar and the deadlines to back it up, back up the pre-launch, back up like, okay, what do I need in order to implement this and get this out on X date, which is your milestone? Second, you're going to share that roadmap with your passengers in the car, aka your team and your support system. Then they will also give you feedback on how to better map out and strategically plan your road trip. This is going to help get everyone on the same page like I talked about and help you as the business owner feel like you're not the only one carrying the mental load and paying for the gas, right? I mean, maybe you are as a business owner, but just helping to fill the gas tank and helping to make sure there's airs in the tires. So everyone needs to see that they have the opportunity to help and they can lend a hand. Now, if you're listening to this episode in real time or in the future, our next episode is going to be all about how to operate the entirety of your road trip, and what to do after you've set your big goals and communicated them to your team. I want to leave you with a little spoiler. This is not going to be what you expect to do next. So be on the lookout for our next episode and follow along after you've gotten crystal clear on your goals for 2023. So I'll talk to you in the next episode, and I hope you are having a really good and fruitful start to your new year. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.